Well, hey there, baddie. Welcome to the program. I've got a question for you before we go into this episode. Are you somebody that feels like there's not enough hours in the day to get done everything on your list? Or are you somebody who maybe spends a little too much time with time going down the drain? You know what I mean? Scrolling, looking at other people's highlight reels, whatever the relationship is with your time. My guest today is going to help us immensely. I've got Jennifer Sonin on the program today. She is a time productivity coach, and she's passionate about helping women harness the power of their time. She does that by focusing on the synergy between mind and body and task alignment. She empowers others to achieve more with less. With over 18 years experience as a certified mastery method coach and trained educator, Jennifer is known for guiding women on a transformative journey toward optimal time management, productivity, and well-being. And she does this with her coaching and her workshops. She's got such gold for us today. I know that you're going to find this just as valuable as I did. Please welcome to the show, Jennifer Sonin. One, two. Welcome to the Badass Reset Club, a special place where if you've lost your way, girl, we're here to help guide you back. Those club doors are opened up wide so we can discuss all things fitness, nutrition, body composition, hormones, menopause, beauty, headspace, and more. Hey there, my name's Heather. I'm a fitness expert, nutrition coach, autoimmune athlete, mom of three pretty cool kids, and married to one handsome firefighter. I started this club because after years of over-exercising, under-fueling, gaining weight, dealing with Hashimoto's disease, and experiencing hormones gone crazy, I knew there had to be a better way. So come on in, badass. Let's hit that reset together. I am really, really looking forward to today. I'm so glad that you're here. We were just chatting before we went to record, and this is going to be so timely. So welcome to the show, Jennifer Sonin. I'm really, really excited for my neighbor up north to come and really wow our audience today on what we need to do to get better control over our time. So welcome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me, Heather. I'm super excited, especially the synergy with time management and your badass <laughs> club and group that you have. I know it's going to only excel them even more to their Perfect. 2.0. Perfect. Well, we're going to dive in today to a couple different things. We're going to talk about time management achieving goals, why some people struggle with that. And you're going to give us the juicy details on what you're doing. And um, I love your tagline of helping people to go beyond the clock. That's a really cool thought. Like I, I saw that on your email and just like had to ruminate on that for a little bit. Like I need help (laughs) going beyond the clock. (laughs) I'm a, I'm a girl who will you know, start burning the candle really, really early in the morning and I'm still going late at night. And I personally coach all my clients to knock that stuff off. Mm -hmm. And then here I am doing it. So (laughs) help me help our audience 
Let's start with how did you get so passionate about this and become the expert? And like, like, where did that stem from? What did that come from? Well, I always had a burning desire for coaching and advising. And as I progressed through life, it just naturally unfolded and being a teacher by trade and working in different classrooms with different people and then starting coaching, it really just kind of stemmed out of it because especially I really like to deal with stuff that is a level playing field. And what is time is the most level playing field because we have 24 hours in the day, 168 hours in a week. Like that's what we have. And once you're aware of that, and then you can start to manipulate and say, okay, what do I want to do? And that's where the going beyond the clock is like where you really get focused and intentional, then it becomes easy. And I can honestly say that I feel like I have more freedom and, you know, doing all the things that I do now than I did when I was 35 and, you know, I have the multiple roles, just, you know, like all of us do, we Mm -hmm. fill up our time, right? People who say, well, you're not as busy, like that judgment is, no, we all have 24 hours. We just decide how we're going to spend it and what, you know, really is going to produce value in our lives. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a teacher at heart too. What grade did you teach? All of them. You did? Uh, (laughs) Yes. I started in elementary and then I like to say I graduated up to high school and many years spent in high school, special education, a lot of senior business, business leadership and economics. And so, mm -hmm. well, bless your heart for doing the special ed. (laughs) Um, How like awesome is that? And I can see, I only taught elementary. I taught the little guys because the big guy scared me at the time. But I can see how that much experience really shaped where you are too with this because there's nothing that's more like to the clock than teaching, (laughs) right? You're on a schedule and you got enough to get done in that time. So let's, let's talk too about time management with achieving goals. Like I, we were talking a little bit before what, what a perfect time this is because a lot of people are coming from making new year's resolutions or trying to, you know, get that betterment going. And then right around the corner, I think it's like 50-ish days away from spring. (laughs) We're close. We're close. That's all I know at the time of this recording. We're super close. Yes. So like people will get that that desire to start, you know, getting organized. And a lot of that is going to be with time management. But let's go back to time management and achieving goals and talk about like how, how can we start using strategies Where do we start with that? I think really with my clients, I definitely start with understanding what goal they're going after. And Mm. that begins even with your values. And I'm a very value-based person um, in that sense. So being able to really clearly define your values will help you kind of narrow down what goal you're going to go after. And I'm a one one to two max kind kind of goal coach in that. And the reason being, it's not that you're going to work on other goals. It's if you pick out your one to two goals, it's going to ripple down to everything else. And so that's really, you know, if we can focus in because we don't 
once you take away like our mandatory, you know, you're supposed to sleep for eight hours. And as you like, I've listened to your podcast so many, so much. And I love <laughs> that one on sleep is, you know, especially midlife, we need to make sure we're valuing that. So mm-hmm. really being able to say, okay, I have a 168 hours in a week. How much of that is actually mandatory? And it, it honestly, once you work it out, it works out to about like 80%. So that's why if you can focus on one to two goals at max, that it's going to really help you build momentum. And, you know, then with identifying the values, yeah, you have a whole slew and I take clients through the process. Okay. What one is a going to satisfy the most values that you have um, and that you can do right now, right? You can start taking those small action steps. So I really think that's where, and I mean, I see it at the gym right now, right? It's near the end of January, beginning of January, the gyms were packed. And now, you know, I, I kind of changed around my schedule for working out, but now it's kind of lightened up and I can go back to my regular routine. Already. So, right. Because people are choosing the wrong, like the wrong goal. They're choosing their wrong goal and they think, well, this is what I should do. No, you should figure out what's good for you and do that. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I just was, I'm making notes because. Yeah. This is gold. When let's go to those people at the gym, especially the people that are leaving. I hear from um, from women more so than men that they don't have time to prioritize themselves. You know this. I'm sure you mm-hmm. hear it all the time too. Like, let's talk about how we can help that um, problem because it is a problem, right? Like, we don't need to be taking baths every day and getting massages, but we do need to take small pieces of time to focus on, you know, helping us to be our healthiest selves. I think for, for women, like when I hear that we can go really quickly into the shameville of, Mm -hmm. of like, you have as many hours as I do get it done kind of thing that does nobody any good. right? Right. But how can we like help women to start recognizing the time that they need to take for themselves is important. And it is there. Is it, is it going back to the values? Is it prioritizing just that one or two? Like, how do we, how do we help when that statement comes up of, I don't have time to, to take care of myself. Right. And I, a couple of things, because some of that is mindset and belief, like it doesn't matter, you know, it's about recognizing. So a couple of things, if the client is very like practical based, then I would do a time audit and we would Mm -hmm. assess, okay, what are you spending your treasured time on your investment time, mandatory time? And then is there empty time? One thing that I do find like with clients that you're saying that are, you know, I can't find any time just doing that opens up and that that time audit allows to have conversations like where I can recognize, oh, here's a transition time, you know, where maybe you can save five minutes if we kind of group and time block things together during your week, you can create maybe an hour the 
throughout the week, you know, 15 minutes here and 15 minutes there. And mm. I think a lot of times they, they think like that client that you were just describing the women that, oh, well, I should be doing some other things, doing the shoulds. Right. And I was there too, in my like, definitely thirties and forties. Uh, like I just felt like, no, I'll get to the workout after I do the cleaning after I do. And, you know, for teaching, right. After I revise yeah. this lesson, after I mark this and then I'd be tired. All your reserves are gone. You've got nothing. Exactly. Left. Right. Yeah. So doing the time audit brings a lot of awareness and it's then quantifiable. Okay. This is what you're doing. Right. And it's not bad, but if you want to find time, let's strategize here. What can we do? And then, you know, approaching the mindset of creating that shift of, and I can share my experience because I was there. I was like that one that you were describing, you know, overworked all the time and trying to get a job, trying to get pregnant, um, you know, in my, when I was married and it was like all these stressors and I didn't take time for myself because I was so much people pleasing that uh. that's what I did. So being able to work with that now. And I realize one day, you know what, if I'm not taking care of myself mentally, physically, spiritually, I'm not, I'm not representing and showing my son. And that's really kind of where it came. Like when I was like, Oh, I'm a role model. I have to show him. He's not going to, the words are going to be words, but if I show him and he sees me working out, he sees that I'm a better person and I know I'm a better person, then it's that slight shift. Mm -hmm. And I think that that really helps um, in, in, you know, getting people to experiment with it. And they think, I know I, I would go on a, you know, for a month and I'd be fine. And then I'd fall off the wagon kind of thing. And it came down to giving myself some grace and compassion. Like, let's try what works for me. Where am I going to get the biggest bang? Is it working out or is it, you know, just not just, but going for a walk or is it taking a bath? Right. And then you just kind of self-reflect in that. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that piece of you. I think that we can relate to that so much, right? I've I've worked with people in the past too who have um I don't want to call it big jobs, but jobs where they are really feeling the stress. You know, there's a lot of responsibility put on them. And mm -hmm. and they're also new moms and they've got little ones who are keeping them up at night and like that for me, my best advice that I could give them for where to find time during the day to to move their bodies, because the like this one particular person I'm thinking of had a pretty sedentary job and um, wasn't getting a lot of sleep and just taxed on all ends, right? So it was just like like the movement breaks throughout the day, the the mm -hmm. few minutes here and there to to add it up. And I bet if we went back and I was, you know still working with this gal, if we went back and did a time audit, we would probably find that really there was time. But I love what you talked about with your different times of um, your transition times and your treasured times. Is that part of your um, 
methodology? Is it part of your coaching? And can you share more about what that is? Because that I love yes. those. I love those titles. What does that mean? Yeah, and it actually is a certain way to do a time audit, and it's where you track your time for a mm-hmm. week. Or in my circumstances, when um, I would share custody with my son. So I actually did it. My lifestyle's a bit different, but I did it in two week blocks. So I audited my time because you know what, when I have my son, it is a different schedule than when I don't. Sure. So I went through recorded and then I go, I went back and said, okay, what is treasured time? Meaning, you know, time with my son, myself time, and, you know, really looked and kind of color coded that. And then I went through, okay, which one is investment time? What is going to give me, you know, in business, what's my return on investment? What's going to help me my bottom line? And then I coded that a different color. And then the mundane tasks of, you know, doing our laundry, washing the floors, or, you know, getting groceries, and then you highlight that. And then anything else that's left is really empty time. Meaning that, oh, maybe I didn't strategize in, you know, how I kind of went about my day and I, you know, went to the north side of the town and then the south and then back to the north kind of thing. So that's like, or scrolling, right? Scrolling Ah, on your phone mm -hmm. and it adds up. So what after that, then we'll take the mundane and empty and try and convert them either into treasured or investment time. And I've done this with groups of, fabulous entrepreneurial women. And they're like, oh, most of my time is treasured in investment. And I'm like, confidence builder right there. Like we, then I know it's a mindset. Then it's a mindset thing that they just believe that they're not good time managers, or maybe they're chasing the wrong goal. So that's really where that treasured and investment mundane and empty time really helps to kind of get some quantifiable numbers right on the page how smart mm-hmm. like i'm i've got all sorts of things brewing right now <laughs> <laughs> that's really really something that i want to like go sit and think about for a moment and i've done yeah. time audits before but i've never looked at it like that and i've never really broken it down i've just been like crap i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> exactly i don't have time for this audit <laughs> yeah and 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 that's the thing too when i'm working cuz most of my clients are motivated females so it's not like they're you know dragging their heels or not doing anything it's the opposite they're doing way too much and they think that they can cram it in and it's it's sometimes impossible so that's why where the values come in then and picking what goal do we want to focus on right now cuz yeah. as you know you know, any kind of change is going to take a little bit of time to build up the momentum. And once you have that one going, then yeah, bring in another one. But otherwise, it's going to be too much. And we're just going to bust it all and feel feel not good about ourselves. And who wants that? (laughs) Right, right. Oh, I can totally see that. I, I'm thinking too, Jennifer, that um, my husband kind of teases me a little bit. Because he he thinks that maybe I don't know how many hours are in a day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about, you know, what what do you what do you got going on today? What's up? What's on tap? And I'm like, 
naming the things. And then he looks at me kind of funny, like, what, what are you thinking? You can't do all that today. And I'm like, watch me. And so like, for me, I think I am maybe one of those women that you work with that are a little bit more type A, you know, like, mm. but for me, it's almost like I, I have this, um, here we go. I'm going to confess stuff. I, I feel like I have this deep seated fear that there's just not enough time or time is running out. Mm. And there's so much I want to get done. So you giving us these tips is really valuable to me because I need to go and look at what do I really value? And, and if, you know, like that's some other work I need to do that I feel like time is running out or I don't have enough time. That's, Mm -hmm. that's some big work I need to do. But if I just stop and focus on what's really valuable to me and have one or two things, I would imagine that I'm going to feel so much better at the end of the day um, about the things that I did accomplish because I can get to the end of the day and I can have my list checked off, you know, like 80%, the ridiculously long list and, and then feel like, oh, but I didn't get that 20% done. And so Mm -hmm. then I don't feel successful or I don't feel like I've done enough, which is just ridiculous. If you look at all the things that you do in a day, you know? Yeah. 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 And I, I appreciate that. And thanks for your share. (laughs) And I, you know what I say, set, put less on the to-do list, believe it or not. Right. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a, well, it is a mindset thing, right. Of that we're running out of time. Well, really we only have this moment. That's it's oh. beautiful. Cause it's called the present. We only have this moment. And cause I was at rushing and I still am sometimes 100%. And I say to myself at the beginning of the week, when I'm setting my week out, what at the end of the week, when I come back to reflect, what do I really want to feel like? And what are two or three things that I know that are going to move the needle for my goal? Right. And all the little things, and I get at being type A, (laughs) that you want to get all these little things done, but sometimes it'll just naturally occur. And, you know, almost like changing a a little bit of a habit of checking off the to-do list and creating that power list of, okay, so today I got quite a bit done. And now tomorrow I'm going to move closer to that one action, one power list action. I love it. Oh, that's so good. So good. Do you want to um, share with us a little bit more about what your coaching practice looks like or um, some of the some of the things that you do within your coaching? Can we pick your brains a little bit more? Oh, yeah, for sure. So you know, with my coaching program, the Empower Her program, Productivity, it's, and this is where, like, it's beyond time management. Yes, we look at, you know, scheduling and time blocking, but then it's also the quality of actions that you're going to take. And that's where, you know, where you're not creating a massive to-do list. It's like, what is going to move me closer? So it begins with the time audit, you know, really trying to take an awareness of where you are now and then create those values. And um, I have a great free training on the power of no and the benefits of saying no 
because if we say no to the right things, then we can say yes to so many other things because there is, there's only so much time. And so if we're filling up all our time, there's no room for creativity, for spontaneity, for the, you know, oh, I just met somebody in the grocery store. Wow. Okay. You know, and leave a little impact with them, or maybe they impacted you. But if we're constantly filling up Mm -hmm. our schedule and not leaving and being productive and leaving space, then we're really going to lose out on the present moment. And really that's why I've called it the empower her productivity program is because I want people to feel empowered in the moment and, and that, okay, I'm on track. Yes, I have this goal, but I'm enjoying the journey. And each day, each moment is, you know, providing more information. So we really start with an awareness of where you are and then decide, okay, where do you, you're going to decide with the tools and the strategies, where do you want to go? And, you know, really focus in on the right goal and then know why you want that goal and remind yourself, you know, why you want it, right? Because we know achieving goals, well, you're better, you think you're going to be better off than you are now, right? That's why we set goals, because we think (laughs) that's, that's it, right? So we start with that time audit, decide, and then, you know, throughout this process, I'm working and giving suggestions for changing the mindset, changing your language, how you speak to yourself, Um, I worked with a client and again, she's a very high powered entrepreneur. She has multiple things. And she said to me, yeah, we'll work together, but I'm not great at time management. And I'm like, okay, all right. Can we do, can you do one thing? And, and I said, can you mark down every time you say that in a day? She texted, I texted her. I'm like, how many? She goes, I stopped counting. Like <laughs> she's, I said, stop saying that. Like mm-hmm. your everyone's time management productivity is going to look a little bit different, right? And especially as entrepreneurs, women, if you're moms, if you're you know aunts, you have all these obligations, and so it's not going to look like the traditional. I'm checking in at nine, checking out at five. No, well, you might have this or that, and your creativity time this woman in particular was 10 to 12 at night. Cause that's oh, wow. when she realized, I said, that's your time. Like, don't beat yourself up because mine is in the morning. Like I love waking up early and having that space. And I know you do too, right? Like that's mm-hmm. our, that's our time. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that really makes a difference. So it's a very like personal journey that we go on and really figuring out, okay, what is going to work for, for you at this time? Right. And, and be aware of, you know, what that looks like. And I'm a big person, um, in identifying controls, control the controllables. So put in, in business, we call them feed forward controls. So what kind of guardrails do you need to put in place so that you can set yourself up for success. So I took a year-long mastery and coaching program at the beginning of it. 
I sat down with the people who were important to me. And this included my son. I said, listen, like I'm dedicated to this. It's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday evenings for the entire year. Right. Ooh, Some breaks that's a lot, but I, yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> great time, but I knew, and I already had done my work on my values on, you know, why I wanted the goal. I sat down with them and I said, listen, I know this is going to impact us. It's going to impact our relationship because typically at that time, I would still hang out with my son when I had him at night. And I knew uh -huh. this was going to, you know, we're going to have to change things up. But from that conversation, they saw how much I wanted it. And I said, like, can I, do I have your support? You know, if we'll do check-ins, you know, every month and see how things are. If we need to reevaluate them, we do that. But it was the best, honestly, year in, you know, really being dedicated to that, that I learned, oh, do you know what I've been, you know, teaching and doing and having that feed forward control really set me up for success because they didn't, you know, say, hey, you know, off the cuff, can you make me supper? Can you do this? Like, they're like, oh, yeah mom has this, or, you know, my partner was like, nope, I know you're busy. This is what I'm going to do. So, you know, that is really, I think a critical step. Some people who make new year's resolutions or at the beginning, they don't stop and think, okay, well, what's going to keep me on the road. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's one way is, you know, discuss it, share your goal, get a, and I mean, as coaches, we're accountability you know, having mm -hmm. an accountability person is really key for feed forward. And then also, you know, as you're through the goal, I set up the way that I strategize, build in little check-ins, okay, every four to six weeks, what's working, what isn't. I have a whole toolbox of tools for time management, time productivity. Not all of them are going to work for every client, nor should it because it'd be too many, right? Okay. And so being able to say, okay, what's working? I love time blocking. And, you know, I like, I use a time cube as well. And, you know, just being able to set up those concurrent while you're in the middle of it, check-ins, strategies to, to have. And I like to gamify and play with it. You know, relax, relax a little bit on yourself in the sense of, when you're in the middle of it and you're trying to do something no, uh, new and mm -hmm. it's a new goal or a new challenge to give yourself some grace um, in that. So being able to identify what are you going to do in the middle to help you stay on track. And, um, you know, we've all accomplished, unless we're working with a very young person, some goal in our life. And I also reflect back and say, okay, well, what worked when you achieved that goal? And, you know, bring that forward. And that helps develop the plan, their roadmap of how are they going to achieve goals? And really, once you do this once, it, especially with those control measures, uh -huh. you can take it and apply it to your next goal. And it it's kind of like a rinse and repeat, right? kind of hone in. And uh -huh. that's every time that I have a goal and I accomplish it, I'm like, okay, what worked? And let's apply it for the next one. So then it becomes a very well-oiled machine because now 
when I took the coaching program from now, like on, I share, I share with everyone at the beginning of the week, Hey, this is what I'm doing just to, you know, and we all share so that we have kind of unison. Cause really I think everyone's time is valuable. And so if we can understand where we can have togetherness, um, it makes it that much more enjoyable as well. So um, just really being able to experience that. So that's how I work with my clients. And, you know, in that one-to-one container, I do workshops where um, I definitely go over, you know, the time audit and then give some practical strategies that they can start trying right away and see what that looks like. That was a lot of good stuff. (laughs) I'm like, I got to (laughs) breathe. Yes. Take a breath. You and I are so much aligned in the way that we work with people and, and what's important. And it is truly mindset. And even going back to um, your, your gal who said that she wasn't good with time management, maybe a few too many times. I think when we catch ourselves, you know, or someone points it out, sometimes it can be eye-opening that we, you know, have such negative um, self-talk or the loop in our head of the things that we keep, Mm -hmm. stories we keep telling ourselves. All of this with help is really actionable. We can really take action on things to change things and to redirect. We're not hopeless cases. No, not at all. Yeah. (laughs) I can stop putting so much on my everyday list, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really like a positive, hopeful way that you're working with people. And time, as you know, is like so precious, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And utilizing it well to align with our values and to help us to meet our goals. And it's just, um, this is such really good information that you're sharing. I so appreciate it. I already have two pages of notes. (laughs) Thank you. And, you know, just even with the, as you were, as you were saying about, you know, the positive and I'm also, it's a really good book. It's called Getting to Neutral. And I'm trying to remember the author. I really like this philosophy and I've used it in the classroom and with clients in the sense of, you know what, we, when we're driving, I I love driving. So I, all, a lot of my analogies are about driving Okay, (laughs) when we're driving, when we're driving and we're going in reverse and we want to go to drive, we have to go to neutral first and Mm. then drive forward. So even a lot of times I was just with that client. I was trying to make her aware. And I said, don't even replace it with anything. Just stop. Just stop saying it, right? Stop saying it in your head. Stop. And I said, that's going to bring you to neutral. And then uh. that neutrality will open up for a different choice of a different feeling. But sometimes when we try and just replace it right away, it it gets to be too much. That's what I find for mindset habits. I find, yeah, you need to replace that time, but Mm -hmm. that, that definitely mindset. I'm like, sometimes just let's focus. Yeah. You know, you know, where in my business, I hear that all the time is clients saying I was bad. I ate this. Mm -hmm. I was bad. I like, that's the one that I want to, you know, Mm. I want to put an end to that one real quick. (laughs) 
I'm going to use this analogy and I'm going to look for that book. That sounds really good. I like that analogy. Do you, are you familiar with, um, uh, chronotypes? Have you listened to, or gone down that at all? No. So there's a couple different, um, scientists that I've listened to in the past. And one of them is Matthew Walker, um, talks a lot about chronotypes, especially in regard to sleep. So we were talking about this a little, you know, a little bit back in the conversation, but your gal who was productive from 10 to 12 Mm -hmm. for a long time, for many years, I would try to get women to, um, exercise early before they lost their energy for the day before work and Mm -hmm. kids and dinner and all that. And then I did more research on this chronotypes and it's, fascinating when you find out what your optimal times are of when you're most productive, um, you can really facilitate your time differently. And so I stopped completely telling people optimal times because those were my optimal times Mm. or based on, you know, what we all just would think would be the the case, you know, like, yeah, you're you're trying to work out after 6 p.m. Good luck with that. I do have and work with women who are optimally functioning to work out later in the day. They're night owls. And so to tell someone, no, you should wake up at five and go do this might be a big detriment to them. Mm -hmm. So I, I love that information, the the chronotypes. Um, I know that there's a difference in what I found. There's one that talks about which animal you are. I'm not really familiar with that one, but if you Google it, you'll, you'll see that one about which animal you are not really familiar. So I can't really speak to that, but there is the other side where there is a quiz where you can take, it doesn't talk about animals, but it will tell you, (laughs) you know, like it asks you in several different ways about being creative or stress or fatigue. Mm -hmm. And, um, like me personally, I think I've used an alarm clock twice in the last five years. I, I just wake up at a certain time. I'm just mm-hmm. up, ready to go. Maybe not, you know, with a lot of pep in my step, but I'm on. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm very much off at a certain time. And I think that like, that's my time. And I, I, um, I'm really a stickler on trying to keep consistent times. Mm. And I don't know how much, you know, that comes into your work, but we have so much data around data around however you want to say it, um, circadian rhythms and how it affects your, you know, your health and your mind. And I just think go going to bed at a similar time every night when you're tired, Mm -hmm. getting up at the same time, we could be so much more equipped to be productive and healthy in our day. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And, you know, that's where, the really devising something that's working for someone specifically. And, you know, I mentioned my personal experience on two weeks because, and, you know, breaking around what society says. Mm -hmm. And I, I 100% agree with you and the science backs it too, right? Consistency, consistency, so that your body can just naturally perform at its best. And That's really what we're definitely working towards. And yeah, a lot of the time information and 
why I love it is because it's science too. Like Mm -hmm. people research this and, you know, there are suggestions and I'm definitely going to be looking at uh, the chronotypes and, you know, I do other personality assessments, Enneagram and, you know, the Myers-Briggs and different, uh, what's your, your color and everything. (laughs) And what I love about it is that when you come with science, it, almost takes some of the guilt away. At least it did for me. When I share science with people, I'm like, listen, it's not your fault. Like Mm. this is information. So now that you have your chronotype and this information, now we can move forward. Now, if you decide not to take action, that is your responsibility. But, you know, like I didn't realize like when I started out years ago that introverts doesn't mean that I'm shy. It just means that I like to get my energy restored by myself where my partner, oh my gosh, he could be out every single night because that he's an extrovert and he gets his energy that way. Right. So understanding that in our relationships, I feel at the beginning when we started dating that I had to be going out all the time. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like drained. And then I was just like, listen, you go out. I want to stay in not all the time, but it's that balance and, you know, Mm -hmm. consistent behavior. I knew what was good for me. Right. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I like how you said that because you protect that too, right? That consistency. Oh yeah. (laughs) Fiercely, (laughs) which is kind of hard when you've got three kids and, (laughs) you know, (laughs) kind of (laughs) hard. Yes. It's an experiment. Yes. Experimenting. (laughs) Let's see if this works this week. (laughs) I work really hard on it. Yeah. Um, Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share that you think is important for the badass listeners? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, as you can tell, I could talk for days on this topic um, and just, you know, really approach it almost just what I had just said was with a curious you know, kind of wondering kind of mind, like, Hey, what's working, you know, going forward. And if you know, lots of our clients, right. They know that they want to achieve something more, but really spending the time beforehand, getting to know what that is Mm -hmm. um, and take, take action. Cause in the action is where you're going to really experiment and really know if the experiment worked instead of, you know, looking at that. And you know what? It's a, I hate to be cliche, but it's a journey, right? And knowing that each day more information is going to come in. And I learned now about the chronotypes and I'm I'm like excited to go find (laughs) out and, you know, also kind of move forward from there. And just, you know, it's, it's something that time is something that can be controlled and not in the sense of that you want to strangle it. It's more of look at all the opportunity you have. And yeah, that that it can give you instant relief right now and doesn't mean packing it all in. So I I think we did hit like some big ones and you know, um in that. So unless yeah, you have something that well, I, I, th- I just, that is a beautiful thing to say is that time can be controlled. Not that we want to strangle it. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Don't I strangle really like it. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I want to make sure that 
people know that they can go find this um empower her productivity program well yeah. that and then the next piece that you said that you've got um oh the power of no yes power of no there it is yes okay. turbocharge your no yes how how are we finding this how are we finding where we can work with you tell us all the spaces all right. I am on Instagram under Jennifer Sonin. And I also, my company is called Sonin Strategies. And so you can go there as well and get turbocharge your no as soon as you sign up. And um, also on LinkedIn and Facebook under Jennifer Sonin. Turbocharge your no. That is so yes. good. Yeah. Okay. And it, you know, it, it it's a great quick, you know, under 15 minutes. And I actually go through the benefits of saying no and what happens when we say yes too much. And we also, I help you identify your values if you haven't done that. And it's a kind of a flippy way in the sense of it's not, what are your values? It's what don't you want? And then mm. let's flip it. Cause it's so much easier to identify like us to walk by and say, ah, I don't want that, but mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so Good. I can't wait to go take that myself. This has been so helpful and I'm really excited to share this information. I think that we all want to be better with our time mm -hmm. so we can create impact and, and live the lives we are supposed to live. Um, I have one last question for you, Jennifer. What makes you feel like a badass? Oh, just being able to help others and you know lead by example i i just love that and you know really filling up my days with with meeting people like you and mm. you know sharing in that it's yeah it's looking forward and and that's it and enjoying the present moment really oh i feel that i resonate with that thank you for sharing that and thank you for coming on today for everything Thank that you've given you. to our audience. And we look forward to seeing how you're creating much more impact in the world. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Badass Reset Club. Make sure to hit that reset and we'll see you next time. Well, there you have it. One step closer to feeling strong, confident, and inspired to take care of you again. And you know what's even more badass? sharing this with a gal pal that might need a little fist pump in her life. If you got some inspo from this episode, I'd be honored if you took a screenshot for your social and tagged me at coach Heather Yancey so I can send you a personal thank you. And please know that if you could take a minute to rate and review the show, it helps get this podcast to more people. And that's super badass. And finally, if you haven't joined the Badass Reset Club on Facebook, what are you waiting for? I'll see you over there and go get them.